Hello, you're listening to Overwhelm is Optional. Hello, in today's podcast, I want to talk about your whack-a-mole to-do list. So to-do lists have got to be one of our most overwhelming pressures, I think. Um, Something that's supposed to help us can really add to our overwhelm. And sometimes it feels like it doesn't really matter what we do. They just get longer and longer and longer. So let's see if we can turn it around, have a bit of fun with it. So something I've been doing recently is looking at my to-do list and then just asking, which one of those things would make me most happy? What's most important to me here? The easiest way to do that is to have already had a good think about my why. What is it? What is it I really want? What am I aiming for? And that really helps me just go, okay, so that's the one thing today. And I've really started to just narrow it down to one main thing because even three things was getting too much. And it's like, if I can just do that one thing today, then it just seems to shift something and it seems to make, it seems to make space for more stuff to flow. So that's quite a nice thing to think about. Why Why have you got a list anyway? Because a to-do list is supposed to help you. So if it's not helping you, maybe don't have a list for a bit. I did try that one, no list for a bit, and just saw what happened. Nothing terrible really happened, which was quite interesting. But I quite like a to-do list because I use it, first of all, as a brain dump, which means I'm getting everything out of my head, which is such a relief because holding stuff in my head seems to cause it um, to circulate in my head, particularly when I'm going to sleep or if I wake up in the night or first thing in the morning. So it's just like it's a safe space to park everything, even though actually a lot of it's not going to be done. So I like a to-do list because it removes the list from my mind and gives me a break. And also because I do actually want to get some important stuff done. And unless I write that down and aim for it, doesn't always happen so I think it's really good to experiment without the to-do list and I think it's really good to attack it from a a different way and and really think about is this making me feel more overwhelmed or is this really helping so I'm just going to throw a few ideas out there and and just kind of yeah shake the to-do list up in the air a bit so Another thing that's that's quite fun to try is a to-done list. <laughs> so sometimes I do actually do lots of things before I even really look at my list. And then I can write down all the things I've done um, or do that at the end of the, of the day. This is what I've done. And that, that can be really encouraging. I don't always do it because I can't always be bothered, actually, because I think my to-do list is working better for me these days. So I can really see that and I've got that one big thing. And if I do that, that's a really sense of accomplishment. But in the past, I've really benefited from a to-done list. And I do this with um, other people, friends, and, and, and they just start listing everything they've done and they feel better. Because I don't know about you, but I think something that can be really helpful is to remember to look behind you and see how far you've come, you know. You know, like when you go for a walk and you're aiming for the top of a hill and there's all these full summits and you you get halfway up the hill and you think you've come to the top, but you haven't. But instead of sitting down and looking around you um, and going, oh, look, it's a really nice view and just enjoying the walk, it's really tempting to just go, oh, it's not the top and just keep on going and not really enjoy it. And I think that can happen a lot in life. I think we 
we actually do achieve a lot and and we don't always appreciate it so I think that looking behind you and going look what I've done is really worth doing so a to done list at the end of the day but also kind of bigger to done list where you really look behind you that that's really helpful for getting out of the overwhelm I think so give that one a go Another thing I think is really worth doing is if you've got this big list in front of you, how many of the things on there are shoulds, shoulds and oughts? And can you get rid of any of them? I mean, you can't get rid of, I know you have to do things like get petrol, um, buy food, uh, pay, pay bills. I mean, there are some things that are shoulds that are to our benefit. But there's a lot of shoulds that really are not good for you. And if you're really honest, they're about somebody else's needs or their pressure you're putting on yourself. My children are grown, so I think think a lot of my shoulds are actually just coming internally. Um, For example, I've just, um, I've been writing my book and I decided last week I'd just try this. So I just did this. Um, a chapter when I woke up in the morning I already had the outline so it wasn't like thinking from the beginning but I I just thought oh well I'll try a chapter a day with a day off for my partner's birthday there's eight chapters and it will be done in two weeks it's what's called a vomit draft so it's not like it's not like writing not writing a book properly that's being a bit harsh I mean it's easier than it sounds so it was possible But then I realised I was putting huge pressure on myself to stick to what is actually a really crazy thing to attempt. And I was actually getting really tired. And I realised the pressure was actually from me. It wasn't coming from anyone else. So I think that's worth checking. So that, that making myself get out of bed, make tea, go and get my laptop and write a chapter before breakfast... That had changed from an, opportun- from an opportunity that I'd created to get something that was really important to be done to a should. And as soon as it became a should and an ought, it started to become heavier rather than helpful. And I think this is a real key, isn't it? If something feels really heavy on your to-do list, you can feel that in your body. And tuning into your body and really noticing how different things, different items on your to-do list feel... Um, and also different approaches so does the having one big thing make you feel better or worse does writing down every single thing that you've got to get done does that lighten the load in your mind or does that feel worse you know so just play with it because first of all you're an individual so what works for you isn't going to work for somebody else you know, you need to feel in your body what's right for you, what reduces your overwhelm. Because a to-do list is a, it's not compulsory, it's a tool. It's a new thing, really, isn't it? I'm, I'm not convinced to-do lists were used necessarily throughout human history. And I don't just mean before writing, I mean, I'm sure before writing there was a way of keeping count of things that needed to be done. But I just think it's got out of control now. And if it's adding to your overwhelm, then it's time to change it, do something differently. So another thing to do, so you've got this to-do list and I think self-acceptance is really important. So accepting the fact that probably, if you're like most of us, you've put more on there than it is actually possible to complete in a day. So that means that you're setting yourself up for failure and that's not very nice. It's just not a very kind thing to do. It's much better to 
go through it and reduce it into something that's possible to do and still leaves time for actual living because if everything on the to-do list is just in order to prepare for living then we can just get caught up in that cycle can't we that overwhelm and exhaustion of getting things done in order to be able to live and then not having the time or energy to live so reducing your to-do list dramatically taking the pressure off yourself being kind to yourself can be helpful how to do that that's tricky I would tune into your body and just listen does something feel heavy does it feel light also I think it's helpful to put on there the living bits the actual fun things you know the the phone that friend that you keep not having time to phone or you know the the things that you really want to do the lying in the sun and reading that book those those things which are the joyful things actually scheduling them in to start prioritizing them can be really helpful so we've got this problem now haven't we we want to get things done we want to live fully a to-do list can be helpful but has become part of the problem not the solution how to reduce it so it's not overwhelming so try dropping it see what happens but if you're then back because you want to use it as a productivity hack have a look go through it accept the fact that it's impossible and also that in your life you'll never get to the end of it i think that's a really fundamental thing to start with and then go through and notice in your body so just dropping into your body feeling your feet on the ground allowing your belly to soften allowing your shoulders to come away from your ears if they want to and if they don't that's okay just realised my dog snored in the background to help you there. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to edit that out. So I do apologise to lovely Rosie who seems to snore whenever I do that. So just dropping in, really feeling in your body, maybe placing your awareness in your belly, in the centre of your being for a moment. And then just go through your to-do list and just notice if something feels heavy or, or whether... Letting it go might be possible and okay. How would it feel if you didn't do it? And if it feels lighter, or if it could be done next week, I know there's this whole don't put off today what you can do, don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today, but seriously, we press put so much pressure on ourselves. I think a bit of putting stuff off would be a good thing. Put stuff off from your to-do list and go and have some fun. Go and do something you want to do or go and have a nap. All this chronic overtiredness, crazy way to live. And then going through, so you could you could try and remove the shoulds, you could try and take away things that feel really heavy and don't feel appropriate for you. You could become really aware of the things that you're excited about, that actually getting those done. Yes, that's the thing that if I did that today, that would make the biggest difference to the direction I want to take my life. So what brings you ease? What would make you excited to get done? Use your body as you go through the list and start honing it. And yeah, there's some stuff that has to be done, but there's really a lot that doesn't. And pretty much if you're living your to-do list, if you're living through your to-do list, then your to-do list is your life. So choose really well. You know, how are you how are you spending your time? What is on your to-do list? And start putting more stuff on there of the stuff that you really want to do. The stuff that is this, if this was the last day of your life that you would regret having not done, just do it today. And then do the stuff you have to do 
but just be more aware of how you're using your to-do list. Use your to-do list for you to get out of overwhelm, not more into overwhelm. And another thing I've been adding is I've started to use my to-do list and to, to view my to-do list in quite a different way. So I thought, why is there so much on my to-do list? How much of it is really important? So I was doing all the stuff I've just talked through with you. And then I realised that actually, if I did none of those things, there are days when actually if I did none of the things on the to-do list, nothing terrible would happen. That's what I mean by sometimes not having the to-do list or not doing the to-do list, rebelling a bit and just seeing what would happen. Would anything terrible happen? Nothing terrible happens, which I find quite interesting. And then I thought, so why is there so much on it? And then I realised, actually, I could view it as a list of opportunities rather than a list of things weighing heavily and overwhelming me. I could view my to do list as possibilities to follow up and I don't have to follow them all up in order to be happy or have a good life. They are just opportunities. So, for example, even some of the things that I have to do, like pay my credit card bill, Paying it in full on time is best when it's possible, but that's an opportunity. It's not actually a should. Just a thought there. Can you reframe things as opportunities? Because opportunities are fun. Opportunities are life-enhancing, life-expanding, heart-opening. They can fill you with joy. They're opportunities. And then there's that other thing that isn't there about yes and no, yes and no. And you can feel yeses and nos in your body. So if something on your to-do list doesn't make you go, hell yeah, then question why it's there, especially if it's repetitive. And if you get a real strong, no, I don't want to do that. That's some really important information there. Listen to it. Even if you can't do anything with it, you don't have to respond to everything. I think there's a real fear of, of, Daring to listen to our deepest desires, to listen to our bodies, just in case. Just in case what? Just in case you run off and join the circus. Because you probably won't. So don't be scared of tuning in and listening to your body just because you then think, oh my God, then I'll have even more stuff to deal with. Just listen. It's powerful. It's powerful to have a strong body-mind connection just a more powerful, skillful way to live. Just ease into it. Often when people start this tuning in with me, one of the first things they say is, I had no idea how tired I was. And then there's a resistance to acknowledging that or a resistance to wanting to carry on with the practice because they don't want to know because they haven't got time to rest and they shouldn't feel that way. Then they start judging the tiredness and thinking, oh my God, if I rested, I'd never get up again. I'm so tired. So just... But the thing is, you can just notice how tired you are. You don't have to do anything. You can just go, I'm really tired. Just acknowledge it. You don't have to go down the hole. Well, I can, I know why I'm tired and it's my own fault. Or I'm just not tough enough. Or, you know, you can drop all of that. I'm tired. And you can do this with your to-do list. That doesn't feel very good. I don't like my to-do list. I resent my to-do list. Just allow yourself to feel it really tune into your body just notice anything that feels constricting and anything that feels expansive and then gradually over time you can allow yourself 
gently at your own pace to move towards things that fill you with joy, that feel expansive, that feel like exciting opportunities, that feel like the things that you always aimed to have in your life rather than doing the martyrdom of, I've got to get this done. Yes, there's things we need to do because it's sensible, because we want to, we want a roof over our head, we want uh, a job, we want friends, you know, we, there, there are things that are sensible to do, but if all we're doing is getting through stuff, we're not really living. So I think the, the emotional reaction you have to your to-do list is really helpful to notice. In fact, it is key to getting out of overwhelm. Because it's your reaction to your to-do list shows you the state of play, where you're spending your time, what you're allowing yourself to do. So let's just go back to using the yeses and nos. You can feel yeses and nos in your body because you can just resonate with that by dropping in. But also I think it's important to be aware of every time you say yes to something, you are saying no to something else. Every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. If you're saying yes to something for somebody else, it will be a no to something you need. So just be aware of that. And vice versa. If you start to gently say no to things that that, that just aren't for you anymore, then you allow yes to some of those opportunities. And that's exciting. But you can do it really gently. You don't have to have this big, uh, violent breakthrough where you suddenly start refusing to cook dinner for everyone. You can just do things gently at your own pace. You can ease into it. Just play with it. Nothing's nothing's forever. I had um I can't I don't know where I've put it, but but I'm a big big collector of quotes and bits from books if I find them helpful. And there was one that I've had for most of my life, but I don't know what I've done with it now. And I think it says something like it was about making decisions, and I'm pretty sure it says something like, uh, no, nothing is ever as good as it seems. Nothing is ever as bad as it seems and no decision is ever final. I just found that that really, I've I found that really helpful to, to not take everything so seriously. I mean, yes, buying a house, getting married, having children, they're pretty serious and, and pretty final. But I guess there's nuances within that, isn't there? And also most of what we're doing isn't as big as that. But we get overwhelmed, stuck in decisions, unable to make decisions and most of all, we get stuck in a whack-a-mole to-do list. As soon as we put get rid of one thing, three more things come along. Da-da-da-da-da, whack-a-mole. Nothing ever changes. It's a bit boring. It's definitely a fundamental cause of overwhelm. Do something about it. Tune into your body. Listen. Allow your body to guide you. And if you want to be really, really brave... You can just focus on your heart centre, the centre of your chest and really notice there because that's a very emotional centre. You can place your hands on your heart and you can really ask, what do I want? What would make me happy today? And if really deep down you feel like leaping around and dancing at the idea of running away from your to-do list and just doing what the hell you like, can you do that? And if you can't, Just notice that because that's important information for you. 